absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is, I'm told, Monday. Max, what's going on? It is Monday. It is uh, January 2nd. Um, first off, happy birthday to my daughter who turns 10 today. She's not going to be listening, so I mean, I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, she turns 10 today. So happy birthday to her. I'm not going to be on the show tomorrow, so uh, happy preemptive sixth birthday to my other kids. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, really planned that well, didn't I? Uh, back-to-back birthdays. Um, so yeah, happy birthday to both of them. Uh, I was just lamenting about our numbers, Arch. Uh, worst worst month of downloads since July of last year. Oh, boy. So what did Panther say to offend everyone? That's, that's a mean, good what, question. Really, Panther, what did you say that, that, that drove our listenership away in December? Um, could be my refusal to say the M word who choked, uh, could be my, uh, support of the Buckeyes who choked, um, could be, I, listen, there's so many things that I say to offend everybody, but I will say this 2023 off to a rousing start as we hit a parlay right out of the gate. I guess I wasn't involved in that parlay. We we're not involved in that one. Oh, okay. So, so it was, a. Uh... Listen, I've I've been hitting my share the, the the my part of the parlay. Like I've been, I've been doing my part. So am I just bad luck? Is that it? Is it, is it, is it Panther? When when I make a pick, is it just like give you bad luck in your picks? Don't know. I really don't know because I, I I don't want to point that. I listen. I've always said the three of us get to a destination by three different roads, and I always feel like when we agree, that should be a good thing, even if I'm getting moral support. From you, uh, and somehow, some way, the three of us and our three different roads arriving at the same destination almost invariably never works out. Our KODs are significantly worse, uh, you know, in the losing side of things than the winning side of things, and I, I really can't put a finger on it. No, I'm not going to blame you, Max. Um, high Road Panther, going to sit here and say that I. I I genuinely like it when I get Arch and Max support, but for some reason, you guys are supporting a guy that seems to be on the losing side of bets sometimes. A three-way car crash all end up at the same spot from three different ways. Yeah, right, right. Jesus. Oh, man. But listen, Max, it's Monday. Mm. After a big, big Sunday, you've got a touchdown or so to talk about. All right, let's get into it. Uh, point number one, the Green Bay Packers are winning the Super Bowl. Oh, no. Well, that was my point last week. That was point number one last week, and I stand by it. Maybe, kind of, sort of. Uh, Packers held up their end of the bargain. They beat the fuck out of the Vikings, 41-17. With that win, Packers improving to 8-8 eight and eight with a chance to get a playoff spot if they can beat the Lions next week. Detroit, of course, held up their end of the bargain. They beat the Bears 41-10. to 10. Uh, Arch, I'm sorry, though. Not looking good for your Bears' worst team, right? Well, it is the Colts. Texans play. The Tex- Texans got a Texans got to win next week, right? They got to um, win. They got to beat the Colts, which doesn't sound like that well, tall of an order. Sound, not really. Um, but now I'm torn, guys. Listen, which which team of destiny wins it all? Which <laughs> of the many teams of destiny is going to win it all? I'd say the Vikings. They're now twelve and four with a minus nineteen point differential. <laughs> Point number two, uh, top spots up for grabs. The Chiefs sweated out another win over the Broncos. They improved to 13-3, and three, currently have the top spot in the AFC. Uh, with the game tonight, which we'll get to as an important factor in who's going to get that top spot. Uh, either way, 
seems like no one's taking a week 18 off if they want if they want to buy week going into the playoffs everyone's gonna play week 18 uh, there you go Goodell. you finally fucking did it you finally got the math geeks to fucking figure out a schedule where everyone's kind of fucking bunched together at the end good job there uh same could be said for the nfc now eagles lost to the saints 20 to 10 that was their second loss in a row and uh, drops them to 13 and 3 on the season uh, once thought to be the absolute lock for the top seed, Philly now has to worry about Dallas, eh, kind of, uh, cucking them in their own division. They got to worry about the Niners possibly sneaking it out, not the Vikings, though, because they fucking suck. Uh, San Francisco, of course, narrowly, narrowly escaped Jarrett Stidham and the Raiders yesterday. It looked like a dynamic offense out there, right, Arch? Oh, yeah, actually looked good. It looked good. Right? That, 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 that Raiders offense looked amazing until overtime when, you know what? The new car looked like the old car. Mm. <laughs> So, listen, maybe you can take the car out of Vegas and they'll still lose fucking games. Point number three, we'll call this Ron's gone wrong. Apparently, Riverboat Ron didn't realize that the loss yesterday meant that they were eliminated from the playoffs. (laughs) Maybe if he did, he wouldn't have put fucking Carson Wentz out there as his quarterback. Carson threw for 143 yards, no TDs, three interceptions. Not going to lie here, but I, I, I thought Jake Fromm should have started as a fucking quarterback. He just Jake wins. Jake Fromm. He wins games. <laughs> Jake Fromm. Uh, Browns, listen, um, playing for absolutely nothing. Beat the Red Commanders by two goddamn touchdowns. Deshaun threw for three TDs. Chubb ran for 104 yards. It's kind of a preview of what this offense could be next year. Uh, as for Washington, maybe they're going to go all in for the Derek Carr sweepstakes in the offseason. Now, whether Rivera will actually be there to ruin him some more is the big question, because I think after uh, this season, Ron might be out of a job again. Uh, Point number four, the Giants somehow made the playoffs. Congrats, right? The Giants are in there. Yay. We all feel great about the Giants. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Maybe they're the team of destiny. Um, Started very strong in, in in the early part of the season, uh, but it still feels like this team is just held together by uh, Brian Dabble's duct tape, right? Th- doesn't it just seem that way? Uh, beat the Colts 38 to 10, but I mean, it's the fucking Colts. <laughs> it's the fucking Colts. God damn it. Uh, lost in all of this, apparently, uh, Nick Foles had some kind of seizure. Did you see that shit? Yeah. Yeah, big, big sack kind of had a seizure on the field or something like that. And as classy as New Yorkers are, uh, you know, they did snow angels and made sleepy time hand gestures as Foles got carted off the fucking field. He took his wallet. Uh, (laughs) wallet. (laughs) I'm walking here. Uh, Is is this the end of Nick Foles? Is is this it? Is Nick Foles dead? Is Is he out of the league? Probably not. Listen, if there's a paycheck to be had. Off the glory of a fluke Super Bowl, then Nick Foles is there to collect that paycheck. That's for fucking sure. Point number five, Bucks are winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, sorry. Listen, I missed them early in my team of destiny talk. Apparently, uh, their offense finally kind of sort of looked okay. Um, only took 17 weeks. Uh, Brady. Brady connected with uh, Mike Evans for 207 yards, three touchdowns. Well, it would have been nice a few weeks ago when deciding my fucking fantasy uh, game. You know, I have, <laughs> I've had Mike Evans on my team all fucking year. He finally, yeah, in one game, he put up uh, uh, more more yards and touchdowns than he had all se- all season. So, you know, fuck me. Uh, Tampa beat the Panthers 30 to 24. Almost got. Did you see that fucking weird ending to that one? That punt at the end. It was it was a punt that got muffed, and the punter's scrambling. Like he picks up the ball. It, all 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 Carolina had to do is fucking get the ball. Just get the fucking ball. But no, the punter somehow like scrambles and still kicks the ball. 
there was like a, a, a you know, a, I think a ineligible player downfield, yeah, so they had to yeah. redo the whole fucking punt. But just by the fact is, like that punter, if he's a step slower, and I, I think they said like what his forty time was. If his forty times a step slower than fucking Carolina gets the ball anyway, Bucks win. Well, Bucks win the NFC South because well, someone had to fucking win the NFC South, right? Someone had to fucking do it. Uh, point six: The Jets had a fine season. Now it's over. They lost uh, 20, 23 to six yesterday to Seattle, eliminating them from the playoffs. Uh, Seattle's still hanging in there, though. Uh, whether whether or not they get in, listen, hat, hat tip to Pete Carroll. I think he's got to be up there in Coach of the Year nomination mm-hmm. right there for what he's done with this team. Uh, John Schneider, also GM of the year, absolutely. Uh, he dealt Russ to the Broncos, got players, got picks in return. They're they're going to end above or at five hundred, while the Broncos may maybe sniff five wins this year. Jets, they've lost five in a row. Quarterback play, big issue for them, right? It was, you know, I think earlier in the season it was masked uh, a lot by their running game being so dominant, their defense being so good. But, man, uh, they're going to move on from their second top-drafted quarterback in five years. Unfucking believable Such Jets-like. Um, you know, I, I know Mike White's had his moments, but he can he continues to prove he's not the future of this team. That's right. Uh, rumors that maybe a possible reunion with Geno Smith, eh. I think more than likely they're going to be in the used car market as well, right? Um, that seems to be the Jets' future as well. Uh, extra point. Uh, I have a question for you guys. I know Panther does a question, so it's not a real question. It's it's kind of like one of those fake questions, and then Panther gets mad because I'm asking the questions. But it's a fake question Stay here. Stay in your lane. Is Lamar Jackson actually injured? That's my question. Is uh, you know he's missed the last five games of the season. My tinfoil hat theory is that he's not actually injured. I, I think maybe he was for like a first game or so, but I almost feel like he's sitting out to prove a fucking point. This offense is a shell of itself without him out there. They they score 10 less points per game when he's not QBing. In the five games he's missed, the biggest scoring output they've had is 17 against the goddamn Falcons. The loss last night, you know, I can't say it was significant per se. I guess they were kind of sort of maybe in to win the division, but they've got their playoff spot locked as opposed to last year when his injury cost them a playoff spot. Uh, you know, Lamar's health has been one of those big pause points from the Ravens on why they don't want to give him so much guaranteed money. So maybe that shoots my fucking tinfoil hat theory in, in the fucking face. But imagine him coming back, winning a playoff game, or maybe making a Super Bowl run. It has that Joe Flacco stench all <laughs> over it. That is my week 17 touchdown. Not put Lamar and Joe Burrow in the same sentence. So that, that, that's not that's not fair. Flacco, Flacco, uh, Flacco, 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 Flacco. Yeah, yeah. Flacco. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. To, you know, to answer your question, they said he was limping a little yesterday. It didn't even look like he might even be ready for the final week. So if he is ready for the playoffs, he would have missed what five straight weeks going in. But to your point, um, God, I even hate giving Chris Collinsworth credit because he usually says a bunch of stupid shit. But he made a very valid point last night in that Baltimore's all in on Lamar Jackson. They built this offense, their offensive line, their running backs. They built everything around him. They they have to at least franchise him. I, I don't think they can let him go unless they start building a backup plan. But is Lamar injured? I think he's injured. I think the guy's a competitor and wants to be out there. But... He is making a very valid point because what what was the stat last night? They're 28 points per game with him out yeah. there, 18, 18 points per game without him. That that is a very very significant number. I'm shocked. That's I'm crazy. shocked you actually watched the whole game. That that game. I know, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> this is the latest this is the latest I've stayed up <laughs> to watch a game 
Oh God! I don't even know why there was quarterbacks out there. They could just use Najee Harris and J.K. Dobbins. And Go single was, wing, baby, <laughs> wishbone. <I'm> just... <laughs> Shula was proud. Uh, let's get into the questions here, guys, real quick. Got three of them. We're getting close to the end of the season. One more week, with the exception of Jeff Saturday, who we have to assume no chance he's returning in 2023. But other coaches will not return. I give you for your consideration. Kingsbury, who we've talked to uh, ad nause- or talked about ad nauseum, uh, Mike Vrabel, they lose next week. Does he come back? Does he get? Does he come back in Tennessee, or does he want to come back? Um, and then Max maybe suggested Ron Rivera. I mean, ha- having a few uh, old presidential moments there. It's bad enough that they're just watching the playoff opportunity slip through their hands, but uh, going full Donovan McNabb and not even knowing what the playoff scenario is, and and you know, that's inexcusable for a coach going into a game didn't know the loss would cost them the playoffs. Uh, did I miss anybody? Are those guys on the hot seat? Are they coming back? What do you think, Max? Uh, yeah, listen, I, 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 I think Rivera is definitely on the hot seat. I think Kingsbury is definitely on the hot seat, too. I think if, if Rabel wants to return, he's returning. They're not getting rid of Rabel. They, they dumped their fucking general manager, and that was the big fucking issue there. You give Rabel any sort of fucking modicum of talent, I think he can work with it. But this team is not upgraded. This team is not this team's downgraded, downgraded yeah. uh, over the last few years, and, and he's kept them competitive. They have a chance to win the division. I, as, as shitty as it sounds, they've got a chance to still win the division going into the final week. So I I think Vrabel's job is safe if he wants to return. Yeah, I, uh, Rivera probably is out. I mean, especially if the ownership changes, they're going to want to fucking mix things up. So I think that's a huge yeah, – goddamn. I, I think I think he was a bad hire anyway. He was almost like a PR stunt hire, I feel. Like, I, I you know, I, I, I don't like – uh, Ron Rivera there in, in, in Washington and you know um, same thing though he hasn't really had a steady quarterback he hasn't had a, a, a say in quarterback right like uh, Carson was kind of forced on him uh, he went with Taylor because he was winning games and then when he stopped winning games he pulled him um, so I think River Riverboat runs out um, man Kingsbury uh, that's that's an interesting one you'd almost feel like they would have fired him by now <laughs> all right uh I, I, if, if ranking it, I do put Kingsbury like one B, you know, right. I, th- I think the, the main guys that needed to get fired kind of fucking went Hackett was gone already. We thought, you know, he was going to be gone. Um, yeah, I can't really see anyone else out there unless dun 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 fucking Sean Payton wants to go to Dallas and 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 Jerry pulls that fucking splashy move to get rid of uh, Mike McCarthy, which which I don't think happens. So to me, it's Ron Rivera, number one. I, I actually agree 100%. Ron Rivera, it, it's probably time to go. I hated I hated the, well, he just wins games strategy and then, you know, pull him as soon as he's not winning games. That's that's no kind of strategy. I didn't like that. And then, yeah, it just seems like the game may have passed you by when you're not sure if you're in or out of the playoffs or even, even have a chance. That was, that was bad. Kingsbury, yeah, it was probably time for him to move on too, right? It's just... I, I, don't, I don't know what else they do in Arizona. And if they fire Mike Vrabel, they're fucking idiots. I don't know if they fire Mike Rabel. Rabel just might be ready to walk away because there's going to be a Malik Willis. Is that your quarterback? Are they going to go get another one? There's some rebuilding that maybe needs to go on. 
in Tennessee. Uh, I'll just say the Colts, the Colts or the Broncos would get a hell of a fucking coach next year if Mike Vrabel gets fucking fired from the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. That's for yeah. fucking sure. We just have Vrabel as a defensive coordinator for Vegas. I know it's a step down. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> just need some defensive help in Vegas. He, he, would, ne- he, he would never work for Josh McDaniels, by the way. He would oh, not. No. There's no oh, fucking right. way he would work for Josh McDaniels. He's smarter no. than McDaniels. But it's a good, yeah, it's a good career move because you know that there's, there's room to grow, uh, to go up, oh, to yeah. grow. Yeah. When- <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you, just, you slide into that head coach job in about exactly. a year or two. Uh, number two, will Dallas become the number one seed of the NFC? They will be at Washington with Rivera's job on the hot seat. The Giants will travel to Philadelphia, where Minshew Mania is fading faster than our numbers. Uh, <laughs> I think Dallas actually gets the number one seed here. Philly looks like a fucking train wreck. No, no. Gi- Giants aren't going to fu- pu- fucking play the next week. All right, what, what are the Giants going to play? Anybody? What, yeah, what are the Giants playing for? Yeah, nothing game. Yeah. No, it's a nothing game for the Giants. I think. I think. Uh, and they, they're not going to do Dallas any favors. They're, you know, they don't fucking care. Like if, if Philly, like really, the Giants know that they they have to fucking get healthy. They got to go on the road and and make this un you know, unprobable fucking playoff run on the road. But God, I, I mentioned it. Listen, Brian Dable's got this fucking team held together with fucking bubble gum and and twine or whatever the fuck it is, and. They found ways to win games. So to me, rest, get get those guys fucking out there uh, for a playoff game. And uh, I think Philly ends up winning the, uh, the the top seed. Yeah, I agree. I think Philadelphia does end up sneaking it out. And uh, last one, number three, is Jared Stidham, the guy in Vegas. Remember, he played. He knows the system. He played under McDaniels. Or are we still confident they're going to go out and get one of these veterans, or at least try and get one of these veterans? Uh, no, he's he's not the guy. I don't think he can be the long term solution there. Um, did he look better than Carr? Uh, it's 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 pot, maybe you know kind of. Again, he does know Josh McDaniel's system possibly better than Carr did. Uh, so instant success there. I I I think I saw enough game footage of Stidham in in Bill wouldn't let Stidham go for nothing if Stidham was a good quarterback. You know, like Bill would not have let this fucking guy walk for nothing. He would have fucking, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo his ass and made sure that he got some assets in return for him. If Jared Stidham was actually worth a fucking good goddamn, I'm fine. He had, he had an okay game. I think they move on. And again, it's Vegas. They got they got to fucking bring a big name in, and that's why I think Tom Brady's going to be the fucking guy that that they're going to lure. You know, I mean, that's they. Their ticket prices are going up next year, right? So uh, they need to get fucking people in seats. Is Jared fucking Stidham getting you in seats? No. No, no, Stidham's. Yeah, I, I don't think much of Stidham. He had a good game, no doubt. It was a good game, but you know, backup quarterbacks often have one good game, and then uh, you know, the reality catches up to him. I, I, I don't think he is the guy, but I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if. I, I don't know what to think of Tom Brady. They, one time yesterday, one time this season, he's actually looked decent. Um, so, but maybe reuniting him with McDaniel's and. Um, can't blame it on the weapons. They've got weapons down in Tampa Bay, but I, the older this guy gets, the more I fear he, he regresses. I'd almost rather see Aaron Rodgers up there, but God damn it. If he doesn't seem pretty happy in green Bay right now, but it's not the off season where he starts doing his little pouty shit. That is all I've got for questions. Oh, Packers. There you go. All right. Destiny baby. <laughs> uh, should we take a breather? Yeah, let's talk about the book club. Uh, the book club is a private Discord server where you can talk sports betting, talk sports in general, and talk about whatever the fuck you really want. That's just, again, it's a private Discord server, so everything I said here is said in private. 
uh, trust me, uh, there's a lot of things that happened last night, a lot of things that Arch said about family members that uh, you could get a privy to if you go to thedgens.net or everyoneagewins.com and you can sign up now for three free days. And if you like it, it's $25 a month. Um, I will say this. I mean, NASCAR is what, about a month away? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, uh, Steve, Steve is uh, uh, doing other uh, NAS- non-NASCAR betting right now, and he's doing quite well at it. Phil is doing non-NASCAR betting. He's doing quite well at it. So you can still be following those guys. You can be following Arch. You can be following all of us and uh, you know, getting some winning picks here. Dot, 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 leading up to when Steve doesn't sleep for fucking NASCAR. We will never – Steve will just be posting NASCAR fucking stuff non-stop in about a month from now and you can get access to that if you book it over to the book club guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right djens proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why because march is about to get crazy insane Maybe even a little mad? If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, Monday Night Football. Big, big fucking game. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, you know, it's kind of the proof that the NFL schedule makers kind of know what they're doing. Right. You know, it's like, ah, you know, it's probably going to be an important game down the stretch. <laughs> right, let's get these two guys. You know, the only thing that could have been better is that they somehow had the Chiefs involved in some kind of like three team fucking melee out there, you know, for the number one seed. Just you know, throw them out there and see who fucking wins. Uh, of course, um, you know, uh, both these teams have beaten the Chiefs, right? So this, this this really is an important fucking game for the number one seed. Uh, unless there's a tie as well, by the way. Um, a win streak gets broken today. Bengals, they've won seven games in a row. 
arguably, arguably the best team in football the second half of the season thus far. Bills, they have won six games in a row and arguably have been doing it by playing worse football than they did in the first half of the season. This this Bills team is good. They're winning games, but they don't look like that dynamic fucking team earlier in the season. It's like uh, they're a shoe in there, a goddamn lock to win the Super Bowl. They don't look like that team anymore, but they're somehow winning games. Uh, this is a measuring stick game, right? This is possibly a glimpse into the playoff future if these two teams fucking meet up. And Vegas has it a close game. Is it minus 1.5, 1.5, 1 in that area? Yes. Right? It's still there. I mean, that's kind of where my numbers are at, man. It's too fucking close for me to call. Um, you know, I did two fucking coin flip props yesterday. I'm not going to fucking do it on the show and ruin the integrity of this fucking show by using props. I'm not going to fucking do that. Instead, I'll just stick by my numbers and say uh, a lean on Buffalo. I think Buffalo pulls out this fucking win barely, barely, but I, you know, I don't love it. You guys have created a new Panther. I don't say improved or anything, but I'm all over this prop shit lately. I got some friends and I are doing some stuff with parlays and whatever. I've been looking at Phil's shit. Like, I'm all over this prop shit. I hit one last night uh, in that damn Steelers <laughs> Ravens game with uh, Pickens and Dobbins. So you're looking at this one, and I'm going to be looking at some prop plays, but there's going to be some big numbers thrown around. Both these teams can score, and both these defenses can be scored upon. You know, you look at the Bills on their will win streak, go through the list, Chicago, Miami, the Jets. I mean, you got to go over a month back to Thanksgiving when they played Detroit where they really had like a viable opponent. We don't think much of those other teams. Cincinnati, kind of the same boat. They had that big win against Kansas City. But other than that, they've played a bunch of nobodies. Of the three losses, Buffalo's two of them uh, were on the road. Uh, this is going to be one hell of a game. I expect this to be a really close game. I think the Bengals win this game outright, but I am going to take the 1.5 in case it's one, uh, 31 to 30. And I'm probably going to sprinkle a little bit on the over 49 and a half. I don't know what Vegas is thinking, but I think points scored a plenty tonight. So uh, give me 50 bucks on the Bengals plus the one and a half. And I'll probably sprinkle a little later on the over. All right. Uh, this is, this is hard. I'm going to lean Cincinnati in this one. I am not betting this game. It's so close. Oh, it's so hard to tell. Yeah, I think I think Cincinnati at home might have enough to cover, you know, a one and a half point spread, maybe you know, win outright. The plus one eleven. But uh, you know, I'm not putting my money on it. So just a lean on Cincinnati. It become Wincinnati for you. No. Not not con- not convinced that they're Wincinnati tonight. Well, we'll see what they do here. We'll we'll see, see how they help out the Chiefs. <laughs> All right, uh, NBA, right? Yeah. Full slate, full fucking slate of NBA games. Uh, I'm all over two of them. All right. Yes, yes. Exciting times. Let's talk New Orleans and Philadelphia. A pretty solid matchup. Zion and the Pels head, heading to Philly, taking on Embiid and his crew. Uh, New Orleans, of course, got the better of the Sixers just, what, a few days ago back at home. But playing in Philadelphia is a totally different fucking story. Sixers 14-5 and five at home this season. And honestly, some of those early season losses can be chalked up to injuries, missing players. Sixers have not lost at home since November 19th. Uh, I think uh, they extend that home win streak a little bit more today. $10 money line bet on the Philadelphia 76ers. A game that I looked at, you know, it's, it's kind of funny, but maybe like 
25 minutes, hour ago, there, there were a bunch of these lines. I couldn't find lines on some of these games. I think this might have been one of them. Brandon Ingram's still out. Larry Nance is out. But this has not really affected New Orleans. And, and Zion has been playing like an absolute monster. I, I'd say let's enter him in the MVP conversation. But with the way Luka and Jokic are playing, I don't think anybody else matters. It's just those two right now. Um, but New Orleans, as good as they've been, they're not that good on the road. Seven and nine on the road going against a Philadelphia team that is extremely dominant at home. I will lean New Orleans just because of the five and a half, but this isn't a game that I like. Yeah, I'm going to jump on the 76ers with you, Max, except I'm doing it with the spread, the minus five. I think Philadelphia covers that pretty much most of the time. So, yeah, I'm going to put my 10 bucks on the 76ers. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hey, speaking of MVP, um, nominees let's let's talk about the two-time reigning mvp and possibly three time in a row the denver nuggets heading to minnesota uh listen denver took care of the celtics yesterday uh now hitting the road taking on a minnesota team that has lost six in a row nuggets are a slightly above 500 team on the road which is slightly better than minnesota is at home um Talk about Jokic. Listen, he posted a 30-12-12 and 12 game yesterday, which I'm just seems automatic, right? Like 30-12-12 and 12 just seems fucking automatic for this guy at this point. Uh, Nuggets won yesterday without Jamal Murray. He was held out for injury management, which means he's going to play today. Uh, T-Wolves, uh, they have not looked good without Cat out there. But to be fair, they didn't really look good with Cat in, in the lineup either. Uh, they just, they're the wrong collection of talent. Maybe there's more trades in the future there. Uh, maybe more losses such as a loss tonight. $10 money line bet on Denver. The interesting thing about Minnesota here is with Cat and um, Rudy Gobert, you would think that would have improved their defensive side of things, but defense has kind of been their problem. They're giving up like an average of 120 points in their last five games. That's not really a recipe for success uh, going against a team like Denver who can score, uh, who scored oh, over 120 points, 125, like in their last four, their last five. Um, Den- Denver's just a deeper team, the, and they have apologies to Cat and, and the, the crew, but Nikola Jokic the best player on the floor. I think the Nuggets go in there and win this one. I'll lay the point and put 10 bucks on the Nuggets. Ooh, nice. Uh, I'm leaning the Nuggets. I want to say hard, but I am I'm leaning the Nuggets here. If I end up betting the Nuggets, then I got to bet a lot more games than I had planned on to to, to cover that <laughs> lack of value. So, uh, yeah, just a lean here. Kiss of death avoided. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that's it for me, Panther. What else you got? Let's take a look at the Bulls and the Cavaliers. These two teams just played in Chicago. Cleveland stealing a win by one point. Now they go back to Cleveland where... Cavs are kind of like the Sixers, damn near dominant at home, 16 at four at home. They've got some injuries that they're kind of playing with. Garland and Mobley will be game time decisions. But Chicago has got a ton of injuries, and they I just can't believe that the Lonzo ball factor is, is what is preventing this team from being any good. You go up and down this roster, the Chicago Bulls should be a good team, but they're horribly inconsistent and they're not very good on the road. Only seven and eleven on the road, going against Cleveland in a second game of a back-to-back. I actually think the Cavs win the back-to-back. I had to lay four, and now something's going on because now I'm seeing this thing maybe off the board. Uh, so I had it at minus four when I saw it, but uh, give me the Cavs for ten bucks. Oh uh, yeah, it's weird too. I mean, you know, uh, 
Maybe Minnesota and Chicago just need to fucking mix up their lineups and, and see if there's a collection of talent between the two that can actually win some ball games. Because uh, Chicago, very much similar to the Minnesota Timberwolves, right? Um, all the talent in the fucking world, right? I mean, Levine is is, is fucking solid. Uh, Vooch is fucking solid. Uh, you know, DeRozan. Uh, you, you know, they've got the fucking talent to be out there, and they just can't get it all to fucking work together. Um I like them today with the points, though. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Chicago. I do think that they can keep it. They've been playing a little bit better uh, lately. I think they can keep it close with the Cavs. Cavs should win this one, but uh, I'll lean on Chicago with the points. Yeah, the only thing that gives me pause is Panthers. Right, Cleveland's pretty good at home, but I still like Chicago plus the four. Panther, it looks like you gave up three and a half. I'm I'm gonna take four and put ten bucks on the Bulls. All right, last game up. There's almost like a theme with what Max and I are doing. Now we're going to talk about Atlanta hitting the road, going against Golden State. Again, we're looking at two teams in opposite directions, how they play. Atlanta, not very good on the road, 6-11 and 11 on the road. They've lost four of their last five. Uh, defense, part of their problem, giving up 129 to the Pacers, 130 to the Lakers. What the hell? You know, the Lakers were capable of scoring 130. Now they'll play Golden State, who's won four straight at home. They're 16-2 and two at home. Steph Curry be damned. They're not mailing it in. I like the Warriors at home again, laying the two and a half for 10 bucks. It's probably all bullshit, but there's uh, trade rumors about Trey Young in, in Atlanta. And then, you know, I think it's made even worse by the fact that fucking Luca is, is playing at such an MVP level. And th- those two guys are always going to be tied together. Uh, but it seems like he might not be happy in Atlanta or, or they, they might feel that this iteration of their team isn't working. And they, you know, Gotta remember that Atlanta fucking Hawks team for what a good decade was this, you know, with, with the Al Horford and uh, you know, it's just like it's like, yeah, ho hum, you know, they're okay. They could, you know, this team doesn't even seem to be fucking ho hum. Uh, there's some dysfunction there. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, it's hard to argue. Listen, on on paper, on the surface, you say, okay, Atlanta sucks on the road. Golden State Warriors are good at home. But, I mean, the Warriors dealing with a ton of fucking injuries. It's not just Steph Curry out there. I don't know who's going to play in any given fucking game. Uh, I'm going to lean Atlanta here, getting the points. Yeah, same thing. I'm I'm leaning Atlanta, but I'm not getting the value I kind of want on this one. Because it, it really wouldn't surprise me if the Warriors just annihilate them. That's all I got. Arch, what else you got? Uh, one more, I think, here. Uh, it's dropped. I'll still do it. Fuck it. Uh, it's not quite what I had before. Uh, Pistons are playing the Blazers, and Pistons are plus nine and a half. I think they can keep it within nine and a half for the most part. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Ten bucks on the Pistons plus nine and a half. Yeah, moral support here. I, I almost bet this one with you, um, you know, uh, but I'm, I'm not really doing this spread betting, and I didn't really have them winning it. Uh, but I did like it. I, I think, I'm I shocked. Think the implied, yeah. <laughs> The tad bit, tad bit off from yeah, the fucking yeah, win yeah. this one, Arch. Um, but listen, yeah, no, but tons of more support here. I think the implied probability says that Detroit can keep it within the, the nine-point range. So, yeah, a lean on Detroit. Yeah, Portland not playing very good basketball. Losers of four of their last five, although all four of those losses were on the road. Got swept by Oklahoma City. I suppose that gives Detroit a puncher's chance. I don't think... Detroit actually wins the game, but nine and a half does feel like too many. So a lean on Detroit. All right. That is really all I had. I guess we're going to skate on over to hockey. 
Uh, let's do that. There's three games on the board today. There is the Winter Classic, by the way. Uh, of course, uh, that's going to happen at Fenway uh, Outdoor Game. Always fucking fun to watch. So, um, you know, my eyes will be on that fucking game. That's for sure. It'd be fun. But I'm not betting that one. The only one I'm betting is the game of the night. Fuck the Winter Classic. It's the Philadelphia Flyers and the Anaheim Ducks <laughs> are playing, guys. <laughs> I mean, they, they, you guys are aware of this, right? Uh, Flyers playing in their fifth road game in a row, uh, heading to Anaheim, take on a Ducks team that is just trash right um Phillies won two games in a row that improves them to six eight and six on the road this year uh Anaheim of course got that shootout win over the Golden Knights uh, four or five days ago but it was their only their third win over their last 10 games as a team that is second to last in goals per game last in goals against 10th worst in save percentage last in shooting percentage that not good not a good team, this Anaheim Ducks. Uh, and, and if you look at the advanced metrics, defensively, they're not getting better. That This is what this team is. Offensively, maybe, you know, based off their uh, shot selection, there could be an upswing. Uh, but they're going to have a tough time because Carter Hart's going to return to the ice for the Flyers tonight. He missed some time. Uh, he was in concussion protocol. Uh, pulled from his last game against the Carolina Hurricanes. I think te- about 10 minutes or so into that, he, he got a concussion. Uh, but he's back on the ice tonight. I think that gives the value to the Flyers. Uh, $12, Arch, it happened. $12 bet on nice. the Flyers. I think I said a long time ago, you probably make a ton of money if you just faded the Ducks. But this is the one situation where I'm not. And it has to do with that line. Like, Philadelphia is, look, they're not good. And they're really not good on the road uh eight eight straight up losses and throw in another six overtime losses it's 14 of their losses have been on the road uh going against a ducks team that is by all accounts the worst team in the nhl and they're only minus 115 i thought that line stunk and that was enough to scare me away a lean on the flyers uh, are you betting anything in hockey you're gonna bet the winter classic i'm betting the rest oh okay all right Let's bet them all. We'll talk about the Winter Classic. Pittsburgh is playing on Boston and Fenway. Uh, does this count as is this a home game? I mean, it's in Fenway, it's in Boston, but mm-hmm. does it count as a home game? Uh, Penguins, as good as they've been, are in the middle of a, a little bit of a letdown here. The offense is the part that's really letting them down. They've lost four in a row going against a Boston team that is technically undefeated at home. Three overtime losses is all they, the only losses they have. Um, but I listen, I think the Bruins uh, on the main stage, the winter classic, I think the Bruins win. It's a little chalky, but I think the Boston wins. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on Boston. Honestly, by my numbers, it's only a little chalky Panther. It's, it's a like, little. really like uh, like my implied probability is I uh, has Boston almost covering this one. I was freaked out. The, the sharps seem to be hitting Pittsburgh for some reason, uh, you know, and then that gave me a little bit of pause here. Uh, but yeah, the implied probability was just a hair off for me. But yeah, more support lean on Boston. Last game up. There's only three today. We're going to take a look. My Vegas Golden Knights taking on the Colorado Avalanche and another team that's in a mild free fall. The Avs have lost three in a row, two at home against L.A. and Toronto. Now here comes Vegas, who's 14-3-2 on the road. You know, and you've mentioned this, Max. You follow hockey way more than this is not the same Colorado Avalanche team that we saw last year that was damn near unbeatable. They're, I mean, the 19 and 13 and 3 record is probably maybe better record than what they really are. This is clearly a slightly above average team, and I'm getting about what a plus 145 on Vegas. There's enough value there to sprinkle a little bit on the night, so I'll put 10 bucks on Vegas. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, they they, they kind of got hurt, um, you know, in the off season by you know teams just kind of raping them of their fucking uh, you know uh, Stanley Cup winners. So uh, you you can understand that. Uh, and then they got hurt even more so with uh, you know the Nathan McKinnon injury. McKinnon did come back on Saturday uh, in in that Toronto loss, the one that uh, Sexy Maxi uh, his band played at. Uh, so McKinnon is back, but I mean, he's still, it's going to take some time for him to, to make a difference here. Um, looking at this one, I, I think that there's value on Las Vegas here. Um, the, the line movement seemed a little off to me. Like, you know, um, Vegas opened up, I, I want to say that they opened up at maybe like a plus one fifteen or something like that. So for them to get all the way up to plus one forty three, it just seemed fucking crazy to me, but yeah, I'll lean the Vegas golden Knights here with you. That is it. That's all the hockey arts. That is it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Uh, you got to wonder if Colorado's ever going to win a game after they let Saxy Maxi and his Minnesotan mojo in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Yeah. yeah. It's just, just like a stink. A cloud. Minnesota stink there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Max, any comments to speak of? Uh, this is a one-man show today, it seems. Big Daddy Parlay. Uh, well, no, listen. Uh, who, who's your daddy say? Apparently, people don't want to be part of the motherfucker. That's true. Um, That's a mutual uh, the, fund. The, the mutual fund motherfucker in uh, the book club. It's called uh, the mf yeah, That's how you guys can interpret that however yes. you want. Yeah, mf Okay. Uh, Big Daddy Parlay saying because of the mf he can retire early. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Saying not to worry about the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, there's that. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, the, the, the fucking uh, coach super team. If 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 uh, Sean Payton comes back, that's right. Um, yeah, he's agreeing with me that it's duct tape that holds the Giants together. Uh, Brian Dabble uh, duct tape holds everything together. By the way, I think there's like three or four things in my house right now that are held together by duct tape. Um, but it, it works. Darts, of course, darts. You can get darts fucking plays over in the book club if if you. Who knew you can bet on darts? Well, apparently you can. You can make some money off of that. Three and zero so uh, far. He, yeah. well, probably three and one here. <laughs> uh, Big Daddy Parlay Spurs with all the points. So there you go. There you go. What did we talk about today? We talked about the uh, the NFL. What what happened last week? What went right? What went wrong? Who's going to get fired? Panthers got some names. He's got a list already going. Uh, we talked about the NBA. Of course, oh, Monday Night Football. Of course, it's a it's a must watch game. Shockingly, and we talked about you know, NBA and NHL Max. That is it. That is it. Listen, anything that our picks you picks anyone speaks over on Twitter at betting absolute. No matter where you listen, please highest rank, con subscribe, download, listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Well, I know you didn't love it, but I'm going to take those Philadelphia Flyers. Philadelphia Flyers, Arch, what do you like? I'm going to take the Pistons plus the points, nine and a half. Nine and a half. Leave it to me to screw this thing up. Um. Denver's going to win, right? Got to win. And Nuggets minus the point. Those three together. Real quick before we get out of here, guys. Okay, first off, it's the Flyers, the Pistons, the Nuggets. That's your, your degenerate parlay. But Chubby Zebra had made me so aware of something yesterday, and I was not even late. I failed to let you guys know. But you can still take advantage today. Uh, sports betting became legal in Ohio yesterday, and uh, FanDuel and DraftKings are offering up some free money. I mean, literally, quite literally free money. Yesterday, it was like one yard and one point for the Cleveland Browns. Today, it is one point for the Cincinnati Bengals. Then you put 100 bucks on the Bengals to score a point in, in one of them and 50 bucks on the other. You can make a free 50, 150 bucks um, if you're near or live in Ohio or you're in one of the neighboring states and want to over a couple miles you can get like an easy 150 bucks because the Bengals are going to fucking score tonight uh so that's your little panther insight 
on DraftKings and FanDuel. They got a little boost going in Ohio. Um, but we are hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter, but exclusively right here in the book club. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend. What you doing tonight? Hope it's all said and done, kid. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.